Welcome to the Next Greatest Thing podcast, powered by the Arkansas Valley Electric Cooperative Corporation. This podcast is a place where we come together with electric experts and dedicated operators to discuss current co-op events, leading-edge technologies, and communicate with AVECC members. We are Arkansas Valley Electric, changing the communities we serve. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of The Next Greatest Thing, a podcast brought to you by Arkansas Valley Electric. I'm Brandon Fisher, and today we are shining our employee spotlight on Miss Rhonda Rhodes. Rhonda has, is an AVC accountant who has been with us for five years. She handles accounts payable functions for AVECC and Wave Rule Connect from the initial setup of the vendors to entering the invoices. She issues the payments and filings of 1099s at year end and also member refund checks, records fixed assets purchases, retirements for both companies, tracks and files any unclaimed property every year, reports and files the monthly sales and use taxes reports with the state of Arkansas, and compiles and enters journal entries monthly. I didn't think I was going to be able to get that out, Rhonda. You do a lot. You did good. You do a lot. I stay busy. I probably shouldn't start out the podcast like this, but this is why Lauren Robinson, your boss, always tells me you're the best. Sorry to everyone else on the wing of the floor. Brandon. That that was false. She loves all y'all. She has a good department. She does. One of my favorite wings of the floor to walk around every morning and tell everybody, yo, what's up? That's right. Do you hate that? No. Okay. Good. Do you do that? Every morning. Yes. You really? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> or in the middle of the day. Yeah, it just depends on when I make my rounds. Yeah. Used to do it a lot more whenever we were hand-delivering invoices, which we'll get into later in the podcast when Rhonda would have to say, yo, Fisher, you mess this up again. <laughs> and I'd come and talk. We'd get it fixed, mm-hmm. so. It's happened. So, Rhonda, thanks for taking time out of your b- busy day to sit down and talk with me and producer Barbara Jenkins. We appreciate it. Sure. Let's get started. Take us back to when you applied for the position here at Arkansas Valley, and why did you want to work here? Well, I think I was looking mostly for stability. I had been in the medical industry for many years, and then a short stint in the oil drilling industry, which is not necessarily a good stable. That's what I was going to say. Are there long stints? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. there wasn't for me. Um. Utility, we're always going to need utilities, right? So that was definitely appealing. And then when I interviewed, gosh, I had two or three interviews, but I would think I was probably more concerned than they were about my background being so different. And um, I was reassured that they would give me any training or, you know, go to conferences or whatever to become more familiar with the way utilities work and they did and that's a plus because not everybody does that how long did it take you to feel comfortable like that Mm. you knew that this was going to be the career well obviously I hoped it would be the career from the get-go I'd say after a couple of years cool yeah how was the interview process were you nervous oh gosh yes I was they were very thorough. Oh, so who interviewed you? It was um, Jay Logan and Michelle Canada. It's not her name anymore. Yeah. Michelle. Yeah, cool. And then Ron. 
So, so, and I pick on her sometimes, but Lauren lucked out. You were already in her department. I was. Awesome. Yeah. I always thought Lauren no, interviewed you. She was here, but they had not combined accounting and gotcha. finance. So, yeah, she wasn't in the interviews at all. That's awesome. I bet <laughs> she's a great interviewer. You still would have got the job. I don't know. You would have. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, we'll ask her next time she's okay, in here. Yeah. Um, so what is your daily? I know we went over a lot of it, but what does, uh, what does a Wednesday in, in February look like for Rhonda Rhodes at the co-op? Well, it's always busy. There's always something. Um, Wednesdays are probably one of my catch-up days because the first of the week's always busy. The end of the week's always busy. So if I have to delay doing something, Wednesday can be my catch-up day. Um, our, everything in our department though, especially, well, maybe not especially, but everything I do is date, uh, deadline driven. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. So that kind of, you know, the first of the month is super busy trying to close out the previous month. And then towards the end of the month, you're getting prepared, doing everything you can ahead of time to get ready. So I like that because I know when I have to have things done. But, yeah, you're on a tight schedule all the time, it seems like. Yeah, so that's totally opposite of what I deal with, uh-huh. right? So yeah. you could come in, um, like this morning, I could come in. My plan was, okay, I got to do, you know, e- emails, invoices, a few other things. But then you might get a call mm-hmm. that takes your whole day. Yeah which I kind of like because it keeps you on your toes, right? But mm-hmm. I could see where that would be nice too. Like, okay, the first of the month I got to get yeah. after, you know, really, and then we can kind of catch up on some stuff here and then at the end of the month. Right. It would probably help when you know when to take PTO days, right? Like, it does. Yeah. yeah. So are you like that in general? Are you very structured, very, like, to-do list no. driven, like, outside of work? No. No can turn it on and off that's good <laughs> now when I do start something outside of work I want to get it done mm-hmm. get it completed so maybe a little bit but I'm okay with just chilling and leave the mess kind of thing you know it's awesome it's a good question Jenkins yeah. Te- teach me how to do that <laughs> <laughs> she's better than she'll let on we can get to that in another podcast here's here's a good one that um how did COVID-19 impact your position and what aspects are different now versus before we made quite a few changes um they've all been positive changes though um we started having everyone email send electronic copies of invoices um that way we're not handing off paper we don't physically have to be in the building. Um, I get the invoice, I enter it in the system, and then upload it in the system. So we don't have to keep paper copies anywhere. It's right there anytime anybody needs it in the system. It's great. Um, we have the ability with our laptops and all that to take them home and get set up and work at home. It's just been very efficient, and um, the electronic invoices and 
I've been setting up a lot of vendors to pay by ACH instead of having to mail them a check, then wait on it, then deposit it. It's in their bank account the next day. So just a lot more things have been made a lot more efficient. So that was a great answer. I, f- I was hoping that you went there and that you liked the changes. Being mm-hmm. ca- from the technology department like I am, it it was nice for us to be able to say, okay, unfortunately a, a global pandemic had to happen, but look at all this technology that we, right. we have been setting on and, and uh-huh. now able to take advantage of it. And it has changed. We'll never go back to everyone mm-hmm. handing Rhonda uh, an invoice. Right. Um, and the other thing that was nice, and, and you touched on it a little bit, obviously we're a brick-and-mortar institution and we'll always, you know, work from here when we can, but we're also big on safety first, mm-hmm. safety always, right? And in the electric utility, we think, you know, linemen, we got to keep them safe and that they have a very dangerous job and, and there's no doubt about it. And then we, you know, almost overnight there was a secondary threat that might have been just as big if if covid comes in here and sends everybody home we're in trouble and and to the flexibility to be able to operate from home was huge and i know it impacted your department quite a bit yeah so you had mentioned to me at another time that when covid happened you stopped and you reiterated it today like you stopped having that personal interaction with people because you were used to seeing people face to face so Do you miss that interaction now, or what? what's that like interacting with people within the office now? It is different. It's mostly by phone or email now instead of in person. It's rare. Brandon makes his rounds. I see him a lot, but not everybody does. But it had already changed once we moved over here and left the warehouse and the guys over mm-hmm. there. So I guess I'd already started getting used to it, is what I'm saying. That is a good point, because a lot of your invoices... Came from over there. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. I mean, I would say over 50%, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got big ones, too. Mm -hmm. Big invoices. Yeah. Um, All right, you ready? This is going smoothly. Rhonda, the audience isn't going to be able to know this. She's a little nervous. When she came in, she's knocking out of the park, and per usual, of things that she does, tasks that she has. Um, how does your job impact Arkansas Valley Electric? That's a good question. Um, I, th- I would hope that vendors are happy because they're getting paid timely instead of, you know, some places wait 60 or 90 days to pay somebody. That doesn't happen here. How do you think it affects that it's not your job to ask me questions. <laughs> Come on. So, so I mean, I think it's there. There's a whole lot of of functionality, software applications that we use on a daily basis. That we didn't get the bills paid, we couldn't operate. Right. right. So if we don't pay the phone bill, we can't operate anymore yeah. without cell phones. If we don't pay the GIS and the the customer information system bills on time. We're going to have a whole lot of people that are mad because they we can't get to them in an outage or they can't pay their bill. And I think that it's very easy for folks to take that for granted that if we didn't have folks that could pay bills. Right. I mean, it's, it's a great example of we don't think about some some functions, how important they are, until if they couldn't do them. True. 
because it would, I know for a fact, if if something happened to Rhonda where she decided to go back and work in the oil field, we would be like, oh boy, who's going to, they don't want me paying them. <laughs> I think we can all agree Even about that. Pulling out your credit card. I'm like, whatever. Y'all, it's whatever we have to do to stay open. That was a good answer, um, Rhonda, and a good question, Jenkins. Okay, last one before the lightning round, probably. I've been known to slip another one in there, but we'll go with it. Okay. If there's one thing about your job that you uh, want to tell the members that might be listening or if you ever get asked out in public to know about what it's like to work here, what would it be? Well, I think that they need to know that I think I speak for everyone. Everybody takes pride in their job here. Um, we do try to do what's best for our members, whether it's making our processes more efficient, providing service to our members, or restoring power as safely and quickly as possible. Yeah, no, I think that that's great. And I'll tell you another thing that you do that's very important that I think goes along with how much we care is – we we do our fair share and we love it so anyone listen to this and that we haven't sponsored anything send us send us something cuz we'll get you some money but you do all the check writing for all of the sponsorships or mm-hmm. or uh, you know um gifts that right. we give to folks and that's you know I know from doing a little bit of uh fundraising um in in my personal life Two hundred dollars to someone that's fundraising, two hundred and fifty dollars too much. It's yes, it's huge. It's the reason that folks can have five Ks and give money to Arkansas Children's Hospital, or right. it's it's the reason that Ozark or Alma or or you know Clarksville's kids can go to a cheer camp or a cheer competition, and that's yeah, obviously that's a huge thing. And I will say we are extremely generous on things like that. That's what we're here for, changing the communities we serve, yep. Rhonda. I agree. All right. Let's put those papers away, Rhonda. This, this is, is the scary part. It's okay. It'll be good. Are you ready I for the lightning I'd round? I Barbara ask these questions. I'm I, the don't, only I don't create them. I don't even know them. This is all Brandon. Okay. And I'm not, I always start with the same question, but I'm not going to do that with you. We're going to get right down to business. Here we go, lightning round. Where do you go every day between 3 and 3.30, Rhonda? To Sonic. Aha. All right. That's what I was hoping you'd say. Every day, Rhonda's pulling out between 3 and 3.30, hitting old happy hour. Happy hour. Down at the local Sonic. What's your drink? Coke Zero. Oh, that's that's what I was going to say. Limeade or Coke? No. No? Coke Zero. Do you ever switch it up? Occasionally. In the summer, I might get a Limeade or something. Do you add anything in the Coke Zero? Not usually. My wife's a big vanilla Coke Zero. Yeah. Vanilla's good. It just adds extra sugar. <laughs> this guy's not worried about that at all. I'm I'm glad that you are. But I'm not. Um I man, Sonic's got some good drinks and we've talked about them on air before. We have we need to get a sponsorship. We do. Um one of the kids so the Sonic app, I think we talked about this before. The Sonic app is quite possibly the best invention the yes. last decade. Um, so we'll order something at Sonic. And the other day at Charleston Sonic, 
uh, either we entered the wrong thing or they messed the order up. And it was um, a tea, and I told them raspberry. I thought I told them raspberry. It's probably my fault. Um, and instead of raspberry flavoring, they put in real raspberries. Holy cow. So good. Good stuff. Oh, pff, yeah. Good. Um, that was four weeks ago, and I've spent $121 on sweet tea raspberry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. What's your favorite work snack? Maybe, maybe huh? they made that mistake on purpose. Yeah. Like, probably. The, get hooked. Yeah. The time that you're like, oh, this time I just want a Sonic Mini Sonic Blast. Oh, it's a medium. <laughs> well, can't freeze those things. So we go back. Yeah. So now I'm stuck on medium. Obviously, the guy's not worried about sugar, right? Do you do right. Sonic Blast? Oh, I love Sonic Blast. What's your favorite? I think the Reese Peanut Butter Cup. I like the cookie dough, too. Yeah. not Neither one of those are my top two. Here's, here's my problem with the one problem I do have with Sonic mm-hmm. is I wish it was Reese's Pieces Sonic Blast instead of the Reese's Cups. I think I'd no. be into that. No, Mm-mm. you disagree. Yeah. Fundamentally, we yeah, disagree on that. That's good. Uh, my wife, like, she's a cookie dougher. Yeah. I'm Butterfinger Oreo. I like Butterfinger, too. Yep, they're good. I, since we're on the sugar thing, um, I got a, I made a pie this weekend. I'm not finger pie? No, um, Oreos. So I got mini Oreos mm. and a cream cheese pie. You're talking about sugar. Oh, yeah. Whew. That'd be good. It was good. All right. This, this isn't about me. This is about you, Rhonda. <laughs> What's your favorite like work Oreos. snack? Ooh. Right now, it's um, peanuts or sunflower seeds. Ooh, sunflower seeds. Baseball season's <laughs> coming along. Do you do you eat the sunflower? Like, you, you obviously get into the shell. Do you eat the seed? Yeah. Do you? I don't. Why? I don't I don't know. I like, I think it's more of a, I'm busy getting the salt off. Yeah. Opening the seed out of and fun. Done. And yeah, and just spit them both out. I never learned how to crack the shell. Oh, that's the funnest part. I never yeah. learned how to do it. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have admitted that on a podcast. This might be the best lightning round ever. This has went to places that I wasn't <laughs> anticipating, but I like it. I know the answer to this. What? Because we've talked before. Favorite musician. Mm. Oh, I thought I knew it. Maybe I didn't. Favorite of all time? All time. Could have to say George Strait. Yep. Okay. We had talked about that, right? How many times have you seen him? I think I've only seen him twice, but I really want to see him again. All the guy does is produce hits, right? Yeah. What's your favorite George Strait song? Oh, gosh. I've always loved The Chair. It's so good. It's a good one. Okay. Yeah. Not country artist. Mm hmm. Who's the best one you've ever seen? No, not non-George Strait artist, best one you've ever seen. Oh, I feel like I know you. I feel like I know what I want you to answer. I'm going to call you out on it if you don't. No pressure. I think I know who you want me to say. You're not going to say it. But I'm going to go with Blake Shelton. Oh, the boss, come on! Yeah, I know. Come That's on, who you Rhonda. want me to say? Was he the boss did a good? great show? Yeah, he really did. 
I like the boss. Mm-hmm. So I've been to some good ones. Been four or five years ago. So remember, Rhonda walked up into the office one day like she owned the place in a Bruce Springsteen chair. I was like, golly, <laughs> she is way too cool to be working for accounting. <laughs> True story. So did you do you go to concerts often? Not really. Who um, does these days, Jenkins? Before COVID, my bad. Yeah, sorry. Beforehand, I wouldn't say often, but. Ooh, wait a minute. We did see Charlie Daniels in Alabama Ooh. just a few years ago in Little Rock. Charlie Daniels one. was good. Well, Alabama was too, but. So who played first? Alabama. Yeah, I like Alabama. They got I some good too. tunes. Yeah. Yeah. It goes way back. Mm-hmm. Man, you are, I like your style. I like your style. I wish you'd have said the boss, but is the boss top five? Yeah. Under different circumstances, maybe. Yeah, okay. I like the ball. He's a great songwriter. Great yeah. songwriter, yep. Um, this is a very this is a critical question. Oh goodness. Best invoicer. Signing of the invoices. Like you're like, oh, I got this email. These aren't gonna be wrong. <laughs> Brandon Fisher. <laughs> Stop. We both know that's a lie. Second best. <laughs> Don Atkinson. Don's good. That's not a surprise at all. No, he's very good. Not a surprise at all. Who has the most, like, per person? It's either Don or Chris. So Don's warehouse. Don, Probably Don. Don Atkinson. So mm-hmm. Don is warehouse. Chris is manager of engineering. Uh-huh. Chris does. I mean, that that's. He's uh, got a lot. Yep. It, but Don probably does have more. It's just Chris sends me all of his at the same time. So it seems like a lot. Yeah. So I guess a lot of those, uh, do they have to wait to close the work order? Or does Chris, you think, just sit on them? No. He just sits down one time a week and gotcha. sends everything. I'm kind of like that. Yeah. You don't send them to me every day. Mm-mm. I don't want to overwork you, Rhonda. I know you got a lot to mm-hmm. do. Um, just because I get them doesn't mean I process them right then. And just because I thought I sent them doesn't mean you get them, right? <laughs> Been there before. Rhonda, Rhonda hey. will bail you out on some emails that you thought you oh, sent. Goodness. We take care of them, don't we, Rhonda? We try. All right, last one. What? If you weren't in accounting, pick the department. And this can be based on, ooh, I think the work's going to be fun, or, man, that person would be fun to work for. I've never thought of that. It's a good question. The suspense is killing me. I don't know. Maybe I would want to work for Brandon. I'll get you a job. Fun job. We have fun. I think. What would I do? What would you do? Um. Uh, you know what I think you would do that you'd be good at? I think we'd put you in the lobby. I think, no, I think that you'd be good talking to folks. Absolutely, you would. Um, you could do that. Oh, what the natural fit would be doing, I feel like it would be doing Lisa Freeman's job, right? The remittance machine. Oh, yeah. Yep. I think that'd be a natural fit. But 
I mean, you're the type of employee that you would just tell me what you do and we'll figure it out. <laughs> hey, Brandon, I'm not coming in today, okay? Okay. <laughs> this was fun. This was fun. Do you, do you, uh, anything else you want to add, Mrs. Rhodes? No, I'm just thankful to be here. Okay. I'm, we're glad to have you, and I will leave you on this parting note. I'm envious of your husband's beard. So nice. Wish I could grow one like that. Oh, I'll tell him that. You can tell him that. It looks good. All right. So, thanks, Rhonda. Um, for for Rhonda in accounting, uh, producer Barbara Jenkins, I'm Brandon Fisher, and until next time, stay safe. Thank you for listening to The Next Greatest Thing, powered by the Arkansas Valley Electric Cooperative Corporation. Make sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at MyEnergyAVECC. Visit our website at www.avecc.com. We hope to see you down the line.